Hi, it's Frank at Frank Bible Truth. I am so glad you've joined us. I want to be frank with you today. Let me ask you this question. Have you ever eaten a fruit? Eve has. Adam has. So what's the big deal? So she made a mistake. Who cares? Why can God forgive all my sins and not this one? Why did Eve's actions ruin my life? It just seems completely unfair. Why is it that what happened in the garden thousands of years ago affect me today? How do we know the stories in Genesis just aren't fake anyway? Well, let me just tell you that I believe God created the heavens and the earth. Why? Because everything else God says in the historical documents that we call the Bible is true. Thousands of things predicted before they happen, and every one of them true, not one mistake. So if God created the world, I, I believe him. If he says he created it, I, I believe him. It's too wonderfully complex, too intricate, and too incredible to be accidental. So if someone could create all this, I want to agree with them. So I tell people all the time, if you can't believe the first sentences in the Bible, you'll never believe the rest of it. So whether you agree with me or not, just humor me for a few moments and let's discover why God said God had to come to earth. You see, God decided to create Adam and Eve in his image. He wanted them to live forever in paradise and to live in relationship with him. He would be their God and they would be his people. He'd place them on earth and they would represent the kingdom of God. They were created in his image. And all that they did was to be a reflection of him, a reflection of heaven on earth. He would bless them. He would teach them. He would show them this incredible world that he created just for them. They didn't need an owner's manual because they had him. They would not know about evil so there'd be no sin, no disease, and no death. There's only one thing Adam and Eve could not do disobey the one rule that God gave them. Don't eat of the tree in the garden. Pretty simple, right? The forbidden tree was called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. This tree didn't have special powers. It wasn't some kind of magical tree. It became the knowledge of good and evil because the only way you would know about those things is if you disobeyed God and ate of its fruit. You see, the tree was not the problem. And the tree was not the temptation. There probably wasn't anything special about that tree over any other tree or that fruit over any other fruit. It's just that God had deemed it off limits and told Adam and Eve to stay away from it. But Adam and Eve disobeyed God. Their sin was not eating the fruit. Sin is almost never the action you take. We look at sin and we think that what we do is the problem, but the real problem is the desire that led us to do it. The desire led them to disobey God. It wasn't their desire to eat food. It wasn't their desire to taste a special fruit. They had only one desire that would get them killed. Let me show it to you in Genesis chapter 3, verses 6 and 7. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate, and she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. You see, Eve desired to be like God. That was the sin that caused Satan to fall from heaven, and that's the sin that Satan used to deceive Adam and Eve. 
By the way, that's the root of all your sin too. If you really think about it, you'll come to realize that the desire to commit sins in your life is always a desire to do what you want to do instead of what God has told you to do. Satan hasn't changed his tactics of deception since the beginning because they always seem to work. He can always seem to get us to believe that we should do what we want to do. We were born into a sin nature that wants us to be our own God. When God created man, he created us perfectly. Adam and Eve were led by God's Spirit. God's Spirit guided them, led them, taught them everything they needed to know about this new world they were in, taught them what their mission was, taught them what they should do, why they were created, where they were going, everything they needed to know about God and all spiritual things. Under the guidance of God's Spirit, he gave them a mind. And the mind was designed to absorb all that the Spirit taught and process the truth that came from God. He gave them their bodies. It was to respond in action to what the mind was to do. It was a perfect plan. God's Spirit in control, guiding and teaching, our bodies obeying the mind. But once Adam and Eve sinned, God's perfect spirit could no longer stay on earth. Adam and Eve essentially said, God, we got this. We no longer need you. We can be our own God. We can figure out this world on our own. But God is holy and he can't ignore sin. He can't just turn his eye to the treason of Adam and Eve. He could have destroyed them, but incredibly, he still loved them. So he essentially said, my spirit is leaving this earth. You've decided to make a kingdom for yourself. Go ahead, try to live in this world without my spirit. You will crash. You'll have no chance. You're doomed to sin, doomed to death. There's nothing you can do to save yourself because what you're lacking is me, but I haven't abandoned you. I'll be involved. Sometimes for moments, I'll put my spirit upon someone like the prophets, for example, and then one day I'll return. I'll bring my spirit back and I'll solve the sin problem so that we can reestablish our relationship. When I return, I'll bring the kingdom of God that you lost back to earth and I'll place my spirit back into my people. I'll make a way to save you because you can't save yourself. I'll solve the sin problem between you and me. I'll once again be in relationship with you. You'll finally be complete and finally find the peace that you so desperately have been searching for. So when Adam and Eve sinned, God's spirit left the earth. And ever since that day, man has been trying to figure out this world and his purpose and trying to discover truth. The problem is our mind was never designed to be the originator of truth. It was designed to respond to the truth that came from the Spirit of God. When Adam and Eve sinned, a part of them, the spiritual part of them, died. And every person born since then has lacked the Spirit of God that we were designed to have. We were born into a world without instructions or guidance, and we were left to try to figure out truth for ourselves. Isn't it interesting that man of all cultures, over all the years man has been on earth, has been trying to find a way to please or connect with God? We all seem to know that we're incomplete, and we all seem to know somehow that that part of us that's missing is spiritual. We try to fill that void with everything we can find in the world, money, sex, drugs, greed, pride, arrogance, intelligence, different religions, science, self-help books, gurus. We try everything. But that emptiness, that part of us that we know is missing is never satisfied. In the quietness of our soul, when no one's looking, when we allow ourselves to be really honest, to really go there, we know that we're lacking something and we know that that something is spiritual. When God created us, 
He created a place in us for only one thing. We're like a puzzle with a piece missing. The only thing that completes us, the only thing that brings us peace is the very thing Adam and Eve lost in the garden. Since Adam and Eve sinned, every person has been born searching for something, searching for completeness, searching for significance, searching for purpose. Questions like, why am I here? And where did I come from? And where am I going? Were all lessons that we were to learn from the Spirit of God. Our mind was created to process that truth, not try to come up with it. That's why we're so anxious and so worried and so stressed. We were never designed to operate separately from God's Spirit. In other words, even though we wanted to be God, we aren't any good at it. We're trying to live our lives without the owner's manual and disconnected from our very creator. You see, God designed us to want to be in relationship with him and to be at peace with him. It's like we're a homing pigeon that can't rest until we know we've gone home. The missing piece that we're all searching for is the Spirit of God. We need to operate in the manner for which we were designed. We need the Spirit of God leading us and teaching us and guiding us into truth. Then our mind can process that truth and our body can obey it. Without God's Spirit, you're literally going out of your mind. You're stressed and anxious and worried and depressed because you're trying to do the impossible. Live life without God's guidance. As long as you deceive yourself to think that you're in control, you're going to struggle with anxiety and worry. That's why so many people have discovered what they've craved, peace. Peace with God, peace with others, and peace with themselves. When God's Spirit left the earth because of Adam and Eve's sin, God promised a day. A day when his kingdom would return to earth. Prophets spoke of the day when the kingdom of God would be upon us when the Spirit of God from the throne of God would return to earth to solve our sin problem, to reestablish our relationship with God, to place the Spirit of God once again in control of our lives, to overcome the punishment of death for our sins and to bring peace to all who believe. God promised from the day the Spirit left the earth that he would set things right again. He would send his Messiah, the promised one, who would solve man's sin problem, overcome death, and bring us back into relationship with God. Those who trust God, trust what Jesus did when he came to earth are given a promise, a gift. The gift, that missing piece that completes us. God creates us anew, born this time of the spirit, no longer a human trying to have a spiritual experience. God has changed us, transformed us into spiritual beings who are now having a human experience. My prayer is that you know this peace, that you'll find this peace from God. It comes only from accepting what Jesus did on the cross to save you from the punishment of your sins. Join me in the next video as we explore how Jesus actually paid it all.